Hello and welcome to season two of the Knees Up Mother Brown West Ham podcast, Cumbin In Your Ears. It only took us a whole series to think of that introductory line. We are back. It's a new season. It's a very exciting time to be a West Ham fan. And joining me in the studio today, we have James Longman. Greetings. And we also have a very special guest, uh, Rio from the Supporters Advisory Board and the KUMB Forum. Rio, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. Excellent. Difficult second album. The difficult second album. <laughs> the first was so so well received, it's difficult to know how we're going to top it. But we're going to try, and Rio's here to help us. So on the show today, we're going to talk about uh, so the summer bit. We're going to rattle through some of the summer business we've done. We'll talk about transfer news and touch on Jack Sullivan just a little bit, but we're going to be very kind, Rio, okay? So oh, keep, the, keep the knives to yourself. Um, we're going to talk about David Sullivan, who's bought some more shares. Uh, Cardiff on Saturday, Malky Mackay is back. It seems like yesterday he was there in the heart of defence, like and the Bellamy. rock he is. And Bellamy too. Bellamy. And then we're going to crack on to predictions of this season. Now listen to some of the the, the uh, guests we've got talking about their predictions. We've got, uh, we're going to have Tony Gale speaking to us. We're going to have Ian Dale. We're going to have uh, West Ham super journalist Hugh Southland and um, TV personality, comedian, host of the Brits, James Corden. For episode well, one of season whoop. two, that's that's how we roll in here. That's a Rio, give me a high five for that. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so... <laughs> that so was a chest bump. That was a chest, <laughs> chest bump. Bumps. That was a head bump. <laughs> um, so, summer business. Um, okay, okay, so summer business with signed Stuart Downing. Rio, your immediate thoughts on the signing of uh, Stuart Downing? I think that's a very good signing indeed. Mm. Um, his track record in the Premiership proves itself. Yeah. Internationally, he's not the greatest. Yeah. But he's played X amount of games for Middlesbrough and was a hit there. They loved him at Villa. Liverpool, I don't like nobody, so he was on a loser anyway. Uh, <laughs> James, please. Yeah, great signing. Mm. I'm super excited. Sorry, I just I get maybe over enthusiastic, but I'm really excited <laughs> by having him. I just think like there was some stat. I think it's an Optus stats that he's he set up more Liverpool goals second half of season than Gerrard did. You know, I just think he's going to provide. I really hope he finds his his form he had before he's at Liverpool, and I, and I think he will. I mm. think we'll play a system that will fit him in. Yeah, and in fact, I don't think many West Ham fans have been too negative about his signing. It seems like generally, like there are, everyone seems to be of the opinion of you two that uh, it's, I think it's a generally a good thing. He's a very you can see how he'll fit into our system. He's a bit similar to Jarvis. He's going to get the balls in the box. I think away from home, that's going to be a difference. We can mm. set up with really solid midfield three, have Jarvis and Danny bombing on, supplying crosses for Carroll. Uh, it's going to be great for us. Yeah. Also, a few people have quite rightly pointed out that suddenly we're kind of stepping up from our players that we had from a championship that we took through to Premiership, mm. and we kind of stepped up another level now with the Downings and the kind mm. of and the Carols, and all of a sudden, you know, we've also got that invaluable experience, you know, how to hold on to matches and kind of, you know, how to push on and to win those kind of tricky matches that we we perhaps didn't have last season. Mm. So it feels like we're stepping up with everyone, and that's I guess the way to work it. Yeah. Okay, well, there's been some other summer signings, but I feel like we've gone over them a million times. Andy Carroll, obviously, an amazing thing. He's uh, he's going to be a, a hero. And the next Carlton Cole, I heard someone describe him as. Uh, we've got Razvan Rat, obviously. <laughs> uh, we've got Adrian. But um, the one I wanted to talk about was Ravel Morrison because uh, he's had a season at Birmingham and, and he's come back. He did really well in that uh, the preseason friendly against that was it Portuguese team that I've never heard of. Pecos de Ferreira. I think they've been made up. I think they've been <laughs> a made up team. Well. I was privy to the information about oh, yeah. the, uh, the opposition uh, about a week before, and we were promised top Portuguese op- opposition, and everyone was rattling for the names Ben Fikas, <laughs> and the guy in charge went, no. <laughs> no. And eventually we all run out, we 
not even Google would provide that name, Pacos de Ferreira. We thought he was a, I don't know, sort yeah. of he's a middleweight, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so Ravel Morrison, he played well in that pre-season friendly and he's done well last season at Birmingham. He feels a bit like a new signing. Are you looking forward to seeing him star this season, Rio? Very much so, yeah. I mean, I think he won't start straight away. I think he'll be Nolan's long-term replacement and I think you'll see a lot of him coming on the last 20 minutes a game, 30 minutes of a game. But he, by the look of him, he gives that extra creative uh, dimension we've been lacking sometimes. Mm. Uh, he's got an eye for goal, obviously, six goals in pre-season or something. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I'm very excited by the prospect of it. You know, mm-hmm. Ferguson obviously rated him, just couldn't get around his head and these problems off the field. It looks like he's hopefully cured that, so onwards and upwards for him. Yeah. James, you follow Ravel on Twitter. Yes, <laughs> and some of it Thoughts? is nonsense. But what, made me, uh, but what made me laugh yesterday was he tweeted an uh, emoticon of a frog. <laughs> And that's all it was. <laughs> what does it mean? I don't, what, what does it, does it mean? I don't know. Maybe it's I a new think it, he's a big Avram Grant fan. Yeah, as a little Baron. secret. No, I'm. I'm fast. I'm. You know what? I'm really excited by him because I just think that it sounds like uh, Nolan's got his arm around his shoulder uh, and he's looking after him in a way he did with Carroll. And I really hope. I really hope uh, his attitude has been sorted, and it sounds like his plans been mm. sorted. So. You know, it's like a new sign-in, yeah. and I really hope he can break through. Because, uh, I mean, you forget how young he is. Also, when you see yeah. pictures of him, he's, he's, it almost looks like a shirt doesn't fit him. Mm. He's so young. And I really, really, really hope he can he can step up. Mm. There was an interview with Mark Noble, and Mark Noble said that last season when he first joined, uh, they put his arm, they, uh, Kevin Nolan put his arm around him and said, you've got to really sort your stuff out. This is it now. This is your career. You need to make go of this. And they thought that Ravel got it, and then he was away for three days. He didn't turn up for training. He just disappeared. They're like, oh, obviously, that me. I just went in one, ear, in one ear out the other. But he said this season, he's turned it around. Like, this preseason, he's been totally different. He's committed. It looks like he's turned the corner. And if that's the, the case, then hopefully we're, uh, we're going to reap the benefits. Um, so let's touch on Jack Sullivan quickly now. Um, so he's been making waves in Twitter. Uh, very kind of divisive react, uh, kind of uh, reaction from West Ham fans. Um, Rio, what are your thoughts about Jack Sullivan operating on Twitter? I do think it is a touch embarrassing from a mm. PR point of view, going for a thirteen-year-old boy. <laughs> if you, oh, oh, that is the wrongest thing I've ever said in my life. <laughs> oh, throw me now, that's gone. <laughs> um, but f- for fans who follow him on Twitter and the information filters through mm. everywhere else, I mean, what a coup! I mean, having yeah. that inside information just fed to you, you know, mm. that's great. Yeah, it's entertainment. Hmm. It is. Yeah, Rio, you are spot on. Because people forget about... Do you know when the only gossip you'd ever get was that tiny bit in, in the back pages of a tabloid that would go, oh, West Ham have been linked with so-and-so from so from wherever. And you never got anything. And now you get loads, and all people do is moan about it. <laughs> and like I just saw on, on these up my roundabout, the Twitter thread about people going about the idiots on Twitter and... It's all the same people doing all the same <laughs> stuff, isn't it? There's people on uh, come that do ridiculous stuff that winds everyone up. There's people on Twitter that does really ridiculous stuff. It's entertainment, mm. you know. Jack, as I say, I've been, I've met him and he's a lovely, he's a lovely lad and he loves West Ham. And maybe it is a bit silly that it goes through him, you know. Some of the stuff he says it is a bit silly. We all know that, but 
it's brilliant. It's entertainment. That's what we're doing, isn't it? That's that's what it is. I mean, it, it, one thing I was thinking about with this is club call. Like in the age before yeah, club the internet, call. like you want you were so as as a kid, you're so desperate for any kind of information about West Ham. You'd yeah. ring this 0891 yeah. number and you'd get little tidbits of bullshit. Yeah. But now you've got Jack Sullivan who's telling you what's happening. And ultimately, football is the entertainment industry. Yeah. So I mean, we've got to just be honest about that yeah. in, to some extent and say that you know. It's entertaining, and the yeah. stuff he tells us is entertaining. We just, I don't know. I do like the X Factor style transfer scenario. <laughs> should we vote for this? Buy this player? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or should we not yeah. to vote? Yeah, to buy this player? Texts. Yeah. Um, just to think about Club Call. I once uh, entered one of the competitions at West Ham Club and won a telephone. <laughs> not even a West Ham colour telephone. Just it another. Cre- oh, it was a cream. <laughs> Old school telephone with like the what as telephones like a yeah. house telephone. You, I don't know what you call them anymore. <laughs> a landline. A landline. <laughs> and I won one of those, and my yeah. mum bought it off me. And what? It was no, it wasn't claret and blue. Nothing. Just West Ham. I just won a telephone. And what was, was the competition? Um, do you remember what you had to I do? I just had to answer a question. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I just I forgot all about you that. Must you must have been the it. only one to enter that competition. <laughs> that is supermarket, though, isn't it? Yeah. Win the, win the phone, yeah. so you can phone people. Of two lines. Um, uh, no, I think that uh, it's you know he it, it probably shouldn't be doing saying as much as he should he does say, but at the same time why shouldn't he announce it first? It's, it's, mm. I guess it's a speculation that people get frustrated mm. with. Yeah, um, and we are West Ham. You know, we seem to have a relatively settled ship at the minute, mm. and it's that feels odd. And yeah. so I guess if if the only complaints we really have is the fact that we've got some transfer information that perhaps we shouldn't be getting yeah. then that's a good place to be yeah and you know I think just a kind of footnote to all this is he's 13 <laughs> so like you have to bear that in mind that he's a big fan of the club and what would you do if you were in the same kind of he loves West Ham and he loves West Ham um okay so let's move on and talk about Cardiff on Saturday um with Malky Mackay in the hot seat I still I was just saying this before, I can't get round in my head that he was in the defence, like, seems like yesterday, and now here he is, manager of a team, he's done a good job, after we smashed them to, to bits in the playoff semi-final, uh, and now they're back in the Premiership, um, back at Upton Park in the first game of the season, like they were when we were in the Championship. Rio, thoughts? Um, I think Melky's done a superb job mm. there, he did an excellent job at Watford, Yeah, uh, and he was also interested in, in taking over us before Sam got appointed but rather gentlemanly said that he had a fine set of players at Watford and he wasn't mm. uh, it wasn't the right time for him but uh, yeah I mean he's done a superb job there he's bought very well this summer as well I mean they've got money from somewhere the Malaysian backer I believe mm. yep. Corco's not a bad buy mm. uh, they've just bought the Chilean midfielder so it won't be as easy as everyone thinks mm. uh, they'll be up for it so I think it's going to be an entertaining game yeah. Fancy us for three points, James? It's a tough one, Cardiff. I feel like of late we've kind of had a better of them, but you never know with these teams mm. that come up. Um, and we're in the second season, which again is difficult second season. So uh, I don't know. I hope so. I hope. I think we've got a good team, and I think Sam's knows what he's doing. So yeah. I kind of trust us to get three points. Yeah. Um, and also Bellamy. It'd be interesting to see what reception he got because like, it's been fascinating, like reading those articles that he said about how. He was kind of forced out of West Ham and wanted to stay. No way! Yeah. I haven't heard this. Yeah, have you what has he said? No, I think no. it's in his autobiography yeah, as well. Yeah, I think. Yeah, he, yeah. He, I've never pre- heard this. Yeah, it's really he's quite for what for what 
he comes across as a proper scumbag, but <laughs> he seems like when you read him, he seems like read his stuff. He seems like quite an intelligent bloke with his head screwed on, and he never wanted to leave West Ham. He got forced out essentially, and that's what he's come out and I said. Thought it, it was during the Duxbury days, wasn't it? Really? Yeah, it was a was a Duxbury moment, and uh, also Chalks from KMB, the other moderator. Uh, he's been in touch with Bellamy a few times through business contacts. Uh, Craig Bellamy's happiest spell of his footballing career was at West Ham. Yeah, wow. that's what he said. Wow. And we loved him, didn't we? You know, and you know because what? I hope he doesn't get booed. If that's, I, I, I can't see it yeah. in a million years. Remember when he yeah. got injured yeah. and he came back and then pretty much they were saying he do, he won't train yeah. and stuff like that. He was to, he came out and he said he was told not to train and to he, make it look like he know, was putting his he foot down, yeah, forcing he, an exit. It was all it was all that kind of uh, sneaky tactics by the club, and he was essentially saying, "I want to show some loyalty because they've stood by me while I've been injured." And the club were pretty much going, "Well, Tottenham want to buy you." Uh, and who where Man did City. and Man City want to buy, mm. and they were literally doing a bidding war between Tottenham and Man City. It's really interesting. It, I think it's all up on uh, knees up on brown. It's worth reading. Oh my! It's really God. interesting. That's amazing. All right. Well, uh, I'm not going to boo him now. So he that's that's totally. <laughs> I was going to throw a pig's head at him, and he was and super <laughs> good. I wish we'd kept, I wish we'd held on to him because he yeah. was a great little forward, wasn't he? Well, now of course I think we'd have the. Obviously, we we're in massive financial shitstorm at the time, so that's probably why we were forcing him out. But now it'd be great to to see him um, amazing I never knew that ok here we go it's time now for predictions for the season 2013 to 2014 we've got some uh, great um, contributions to our prediction section before we discuss it here in the studio uh, let's start with LBC presenter Ian Dale it's Ian Dale at West Ham till I die I think we're going to finish in the top 10 uh, we need to we finished 10th last season so we need to make progress like us to finish 8th even like us to finish 6th and I think we have a really good chance of that we've got a better squad better quality of players this season I think we also deserve a cup run we haven't really had one since 2006 have we so anything whether it's the League Cup or the FA Cup and I'd like to see us get to the final of one of them I think we've got the squad that can do that as regards player of the season, I, I think if it's Andy Carroll, it means we've had a good season because he would have scored 15 goals or more. The key is keeping him fit. I also think Ravel Morrison could play a big part in our season. Um, he's been on fire in pre-season. Love to see him get a win in the team. And um, if he does, I think he could be the revelation of the season. Um, surprise of the season? Well, it could be Ravel Morrison. Um, I, I don't know. I think the surprise of the season will be if Sam Allardyce got the sack. Frankly, I don't think that's going to happen. So that would be a huge surprise. Excellent. And that was uh, Ian Dale. Uh, some interesting points about Andy Carroll there. If he's our player of the season, then it means we've had a good season. That's an interesting point. Do we agree with that? Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah. yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Okay, great stuff. Thanks very much, Ian Dale. We've got another set of predictions now from stand-up comedian and massive West Ham fan, Tom Davis. This is him. This is Tom Davis, and these are my predictions for West Ham's season uh, in the coming season of 2013-2014. So, where will we finish? I've got a feeling I think we're going to finish about 8th, uh, maybe 7th. I think we, we could be a real shock this year and uh, surprise a lot of people. Uh, I think Sam's brought very, very well. Will we have a cup run? Yes, I think we will this season. <laughs> I've got a feeling deep in my soul that this is a year. For us, maybe it's going to be the uh, League Cup, uh, and I'd take that with bells on. Uh, but even the FA Cup, I thought we were unfortunate last year against Man United, and I think we've we've got a team I think that can, you know, on those those big games turn around, turn around things, and yeah, I think we will have a cup run without a doubt. 
player of the season. Um, my heart wants it to be Joe Cole more than anything. I'd love Joe Cole to do the Royal Rovers thing and come back and have an amazing season. But I've got a feeling he's going to be used as an impact sub. I think with Downing and Jarvis and Andy Carroll in front. I actually think the player of the season is going to be like last year. I think it's going to be Winston Reid. Uh, I think he's uh, an amazing player and I think it's a great thing that we've kept hold of him because, uh, yeah, he's, he's one hell of a player. Surprise of the season. Um, I hope it's going to be youth, really. I think this season, I think it'll be lovely to see, see the surprise of the season being Ravel Morrison coming through um, and little Danny Potts, uh, Elliot Lee. It'd be good to see a couple of those players coming through. And also uh, Jackie Collison. I'd like to see him come through and sort of live up to the potential that we saw. So there's loads of different surprises. We're a club of surprises. I hope there's going to be many. Amazing. Uh, Tom Davis. And it's interesting to hear, I just realised him saying that, that I also call Danny Potts Little Danny Potts. <laughs> like, <laughs> at what stage will that, we stop calling him Little Danny Potts? <laughs> um, okay, excellent. That was Tom Davis. Thanks very much for your contribution. Now we've got Hugh Southam, probably West Ham's finest journalist. Uh, and here he is with his predictions for the coming season. Hi Chris, uh, I think that uh, as far as league position is concerned this year, we're probably going to be a top eight side. I know that the club's action was obviously just for consolidation last year, but um, we did more than that, and we looked to, we we looked a strong side with the improvements that we've had. Uh, I would think that it would be a disappointment if we were to finish in the top eight. Uh, why not? I mean, we've strengthened, and is a fixture now, and uh, Stuart Downing's in, who I can see doing very well this season. Um, we look good defensively. I think we'll push on, and, and certainly I think that's achievable. Uh, it's well well known with inside the club that they are looking now for an FA Cup run or a Carling Cup run this year. It's been a long time. It's been too long. Last year, with the situation being that it was all about consolidation and survival, those competitions took a back seat. But there is a real enthusiasm to do well in either or, or both this year. And I, again, see no reason why not with the big teams playing the week inside. So I think we're going to be playing our strongest. And a very good cut run in either competition or both would be great. Um, it would give us some valuable finance. And, and, and uh, I, I, can see, I can see us doing well in both competitions. Uh, surprise of the season. I don't think it'll be a surprise uh, to many at the, the Bolin if Ravel Morrison comes good, but I think it may well be across the nation. I think this kid has got everything required uh, to be absolutely top class. In fact, in conversation with David Gold, he did tell me that when he first saw Trevor Brooking and uh, Alan Devonshire, um, he that the other way around when he saw Ravel Morrison for the first time he thought that uh, he was very similar to both got feeling about him so he might be a surprise nationally but in Bolin terms I think the kid's going to become a regular and I think he the big surprise maybe from our point of view is that I could actually see him possibly if he has a top top season even sneaking into the World Cup squad that would be absolutely outstanding um, the other bit of news I have that I can report is that clearly we've got a surfeit of wingers at the club now and I think it's fair to say from what I'm hearing that were Vaz Tay, Collison or Taylor to be the subject of uh, any offers um, we will be listening quite carefully I think there's about a two million to an half million pound valuation on uh, Ricardo I think Jack as a Wales international is valued at about three Matthew Taylor at about two million 
Cheers. Catch you later. Bye. Oh, bit of gossip there, right at the end. At the what end. a bombshell at the end. Um, so Jack Collison. End of EastEnders. Surprise the season there. Is Matty Taylor rated at £2 million? He's <laughs> <laughs> rating that. Amazing. Two million well, I just got flashbacks for when he was through one and one against Tottenham. Oh, he's through so many <laughs> times last season. Um, <laughs> Um, oh. And it's also interesting to hear from Hugh then around the, the cup run because obviously he's got fantastic contact. So we're taking the League Cup very seriously this season. That's interesting in, in itself. Both cups, by both cups. I mean, yeah. that's surely the aim, isn't it? Yeah. Top, top ten. Top ten and good little run. Yeah, good cup run. Makes sense. It's good to see that uh, as a priority. And Collison, I'd hate Collison to go. Yeah. But uh, three million as well seems seems a bit cheap. Yeah. Knee problems. Yeah. Okay, and now making his debut on the on these at Mother Brown podcast. We know he's a big fan, and uh, here he is at last. We're pleased to bring you the predictions and the sweet dulcet tones of James Corden on the KMB podcast. Hello, knees up, Mother Brown. This is James Corden, and I'm going to give you my predictions for the season. Where will we finish in the league? I predict we will finish ninth in the league with. 49 points that's what I think but I do think we're going to have an exceptional cup run that will finish in a final and I'm even going to put some money on us winning the FA Cup or the Carling Cup I'm so certain that we've got a real cup winning squad now player of the season is going to be Andy Carroll I think once he's fit he's going to be all guns blazing I think the surprise of the season is going to be. I think the surprise of the season is going to be Ravel Morrison, who I think is, if he plays anything like he has done in pre-season, then it can only for West Ham and it's hugely exciting. I just can't wait to see him play. Hope you're well. See you soon. Come on. Excellent. Thanks very much, James Corden. So, I mean, if we put all those kind of predictions <laughs> together, the themes are good cup run, let's hope Ravel Morrison does well, top no half pressure, finish. No pressure. <laughs> that's, um, I mean, that's, that's satisfactory, right? I think, yep. I think. Do you think we're too hopeful there? Or do you think they're all realistic? Um, I think the, actually winning the cup is a bit mm. too hopeful. I mean, I'm predicting a uh, painful defeat in the semi-final or something <laughs> just to be keeping the West End yeah. tradition you know mm. but no I think top half is definitely on yeah. I, mean, I, I think we'll finish 8th yeah 14th 14th <laughs> <laughs> no just because everyone's going so high so I'm like that is shit yeah. <laughs> we curse it we'll be sat here in a few months and <laughs> going oh god what we th- we, we'll replay we'll this episode at the end of the season and think what the fuck were we on uh, I, I think I'll be happy with 10th I'll be happy with 10th Mm. I'll be happy, I'll, you know what I'd be happy with 12th I think I just think like as long as we settle again and, and I'd love a little cup run there's mm. nothing like it yeah you know um, we, you sell out a bit don't you these days to stay in the premiership yeah. and you sacrifice a cup run and I hope we don't this year and I don't think we will and I think I really hope Sam's you know uh, he seems to have got the team that he wants mm. and yeah. let's push on yeah, interesting. I was just uh, there was an article by Michael Owen or an interview Michael Owen had given him when he where, whereby he said that West Ham will be the surprise package this year. Really? Yeah, we're going to be. Also, what was really interesting actually was there, do you know I always read the predictions in the papers like what all the journalists mm. and all the kind of pros say, and there was one of them. Well, you always look and it's usually bottom three, and it's usually West Ham in mm. at least a few of yeah. them, and for the first time we weren't mentioned anywhere on that whole thing not in the cup winners yeah. not in the bottom three yeah. not in, and I just thought oh, 
you know, I don't mind just slipping. Yeah, it's quite nice. You know, just sneaking <laughs> yeah. through silently yeah. <laughs> and surprising someone. Yeah, yeah. You know, for once, yeah. rather than being a bit of a being a bit of a joke. Yeah. So uh, if we have a quiet season and pull out a few surprises, yeah. brilliant. Well, joining us now, we've got uh, a West Ham hero, and who better to to give us their predictions on the season than Mr. Tony Gale? Welcome to the show. Good evening, boys. Hello, Tony. So, uh, are you feeling positive about this season, Tony? Where do you think we're going to finish? Yeah, feeling really um, upbeat and positive. Um, where are we going to finish? I think somewhere similar to next season, maybe a place or two above that, which I think will be uh, a success. You know, because everything considered, what you want is to keep in this Premier League for as long as you can. So, the longer you can, obviously, the more finance you've got and the more strengthening you can do. Hmm. Um, are you happy with our signings? Do you, do you want any more or are you, you satisfied? <laughs> oh, we all want more, don't we? <laughs> um, uh, I think we may have been a little bit hasty in getting rid of Colton, to be honest. Uh, with Andy Carroll um, obviously injured for the start of the season, I think it's going to leave us a little bit light up front. And uh, I think Colton wasn't that demanding and that he demanded to be first choice all the time. So, you know, anyone who comes to West Ham at the moment, uh, be it, you know, all being in mind out how Sam wants to play with two wide players and one down the middle you've got to come thinking well you're only going to be second fiddle when Andy Carroll's fit and I thought you know signing Colton maybe for another season would have been a, a good remedy for that but uh, he hasn't um, so I still think we're a bit light in that area if we want someone we want another striker hmm. and, and what about a cup run this year do you think this is our year maybe we'll get to the League Cup semi-final again yeah, unless we draw Man United or Man City or <laughs> ah. something like that. <laughs> I, I think you've got to just have a bit of luck in that, haven't you? FA yeah. Cup and uh, the League Cup, you just got to have a little bit of luck in that, in the, who you draw. And mm. um, if those particular teams are playing Champions League and involved in Premier League as well. So, you know, you can play at Manchester United or Man City and they got fixtures coming up that's uh, probably more important and then get lucky with that. But... Uh, you know, we do one, to put it that way, and it mm. would be nice because um, we're quite getting used to these days out at Wembley or, you know, at Cardiff, but mm. we don't want them to be in playoff finals, we want them to be in FA Cup finals. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Tony, you were in a few cup runs of West Ham. Did you know that you were at the start of something special, like in the early rounds, or was it only later on as the tournament progressed that you realised you were in with a big chance? Well, well the furthest I got was... Uh, semi-final and as you know we, we cocked it out or I cocked it out for us uh, yeah. it wasn't you it was the ref <laughs> yeah, yeah it was him I suppose we blame him um, I got to two League Cup semi-finals and one mm. FA Cup semi-final but just missed out on the three occasions but um, yeah you sometimes get that feeling but you just got that little bit of luck when it counts and even mm. when you talk, talk to the boys who was in the 1975 and 1980 teams when they won the Cups they always said like they had that little bit of luck at the right stage when you know they thought they was going out in a particular round and maybe Phil Parks put full, pulled off about 24 different saves in yeah. one game and then all of a sudden they nick one up the other end and they're through to the next round. Mm. That's the type of luck you've got to have and have it going for you and sometimes you feel your name's on it. OK, um, uh, what about player of the season? Who do you think is going to come away with uh, that trophy at the end of the year? Oh, blimey, that's a bit hard, that one, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Mystic Meg, here we go. Uh, Mark Noble, Mark Noble. Really? Mark Noble. I mean, I love, I love watching Mark because I think he's a little bit of a throwback, and um, you know what he might lack in pace. He's, he's, I would say, he's our best passer of the ball still in the team. Mm. And anyone who can pass the ball in today's games, a little bit of a rarity. I mean, 
we were fortunate in our day. We had, we had a lot of good passers in our team on, on pitches that weren't quite as good as, or were a long way short of today's sort of um, pitches. But uh, Mark, for me, is still our best passer. So a boy who's um, shown his loyalty by staying at West Ham and come up through the ranks. I'd like to see someone like Mark or James Tompkins you know, maybe getting his place back in the centre-back positions and having a really good season and, and being our player of the year. Mm. Yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't yeah. it? We all love Mark Noble. Tony, yeah. just actually, as a point talking about the pitches, what was it like playing on those old artificial pitches? Oh, it was crap. It was horrible. It was. Uh, they weren't all the same, funny enough. Yeah, there was Luton, Oldham, Queen's Park Rangers. Right. And Preston, actually. Preston. I played on all four. And all four were kind of different in their bounce. And QBR was the worst one. It was called Omniturf at the time, not AstroTurf, Omniturf. Right. And you know, it used to come off it and it used to skid. And, and what happened was you used to play on it uh, or train on it the day before, like John Lyle, when we actually we had, a, we had a good, pretty good record down there. I remember winning 1 0, McAvenny scoring a goal in 85 86 when we were going for it. And Frank um, just stepped off the plane from Australia, played with Scotland over in Australia, scored over there. Stepped on the plane. He, I don't, don't think he'd been a bed, but I suppose that's about. I don't think I suppose that's about right, but Frank. Anyway, whether it was planes or nightclubs, but he, John asked him if he wanted to play, and he said, "Yeah, he's up for it." And we, we won one nil. Bit of a rear guard action, but Frank typically didn't have the best of games, but he nicked the winner. But, um, but those pitches were pretty skiddy, and what they used to do is to let you train on it the day before, and then then drench it the day of the game and it became even right. skiddier mm. and uh, it used to really fizz through to the keeper and if you've kept yourself in the game for the first 20 minutes you normally had a chance because it was the first 20 where you got caught out by the bounce yeah mm. okay and, and what of um, surprise of the season who do you think might be a surprise package this year for West Ham well let's hope it's Stuart Downing who's our big mm. signing let's hope that Stuart regains his appetite for the game that he had when he was uh, a younger player at um, at Middlesbrough when he was such a good player on the left wing and maybe just in a you know a big big pond like Liverpool and where he wasn't quite a star and maybe he was I don't know if he was intimidated by the faces around him or lost confidence on the big stage maybe we can provide the stage for him if he's loved down at our mm. place which I'm sure uh, Sam and Neil Mack are, are try and get into him and explain what his strengths are and, and get those crosses in because with Stuart Downing and with uh, Matt Jarvis, if they're on form, you know, we really can stretch defences. We've got pace on either flank and when Big Andy's fit and, you know, Kevin Nolan in behind, we've got a real prospect of scoring goals and, you know, I look forward to seeing all those guys in action and, you know, get get rid of this little bit of a tag that we got that maybe we're a little bit long ball and, uh, although we get a lot of crosses in because I think yeah. crossing the lost art in the game it really mm. is Jarvis and Downing are good crossers at the ball lovely cheers Tony thanks for your time pleasure boys thanks Keep so much going. Tony you enjoying yourself for that yeah, yeah loving, loving it. it yeah it's going real well yeah. thanks for doing this yeah all the better for your contribution thanks so much it's just all the crosses that you have to talk to I suppose <laughs> no, no you it's always a down, pleasure it? <laughs> 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 you're a legend it's, you're a, legend, it's a real yeah. treat for us thanks Tony right, cause you, sound, you sound like a lot of pretty boys but I'm sure you're all fucking <laughs> ugly really I would treat you have seen a picture then cheers mate take it easy bye Hello, mate. See ya. Lovely. And that was Tony Gale, friend of the show, uh, with his predictions. Fantastic stuff. So it's all looking very promising. Um, yes. 
and that concludes the uh, initial episode of series two Rio thanks very much for joining us thank you very much indeed James thanks very much for attending pleasure um, attending <laughs> trying, to wait to, trying to think of a new way of thanking you every week <laughs> <laughs> thanks very much for listening you can follow us on Twitter uh, James is on Longers1 that's it uh, I'm on CJ Skull and that's Skull with a C or Rio on Rio Barlow Rio Barlow simple as that but don't get confused with Gary Barlow I imagine you get that all the time uh, I've had it once or twice <laughs> mainly in singing voice yeah. Rio's got a beautiful voice um, and of course follow the editor <laughs> which is uh, K-U-M-B D-O-T-C-O-M on Twitter um, thanks very much for listening we'll see you next week come on you irons come on you irons